The following is designed to entertain and inform, not provide medical advice. Always consult your doctor before starting any treatment. Spire. Welcome back to the Kidney Stone Diet Podcast, a show about reducing your kidney stone risk and living your best life. I'm your host and fellow student, Jeff Saris. And I'm Jill Harris, your kidney stone prevention nurse. Yeah. <laughs> Happy keep, to be here. I keep thinking about, it was a different episode, but when you were like, I don't need a lot of money. How many hoodies do I need? I just, <laughs> I feel like that's like a memoir title or something. <laughs> it should be. But you know, I, I say that because I really live a very simple life because mm-hmm. I think for me, it works. A simple life means less stress and I'm always trying to minimize stress. So I really... I don't have, uh, I'm not buying clothes. I mean, honestly, I I go to thrift stores for a lot of my clothes. I, I, you know, I just love finding a bargain. That's so much fun to me. Most of my money or, you know, a big chunk of my monthly budget is spent on food. Number one, I'm always doing meal prepping for the meal plan service. But I'm always trying to figure out like fun new recipes that work for me and keep me happy. And so the bulk of my budget, besides my rent, of course, is that's, I, I'm not a spendy kind of person. I'm very simple and I like a simple life because to me, a simple life means lower stress. And also, so, and anybody who has a very busy, crazy life, I think that's wonderful. I've had that before. Uh, it gets me too wound up because I'm already a wound up kind of person. So simple people. I like visiting my people. I love love. I love my dog. I love sitting on my porch, talking to people, my friends. You know, dining out, I don't do. I, it's so, it's just a simple life, you know, but it makes me very happy. And of course, everybody has to do the life that makes them happy. If people had my life, they'd be like, oh my God. Well, yeah, you're, you're making room for it. what matters to you. And that's yes. the important part. And I feel like we all need simplicity in some ways. Yes. Like it's, because it's just finding our lane and then making room for that lane, which that lane could be hectic and busy and lots going on, but it's just making room for that because that's the one that we've chosen. I think for me, what it all comes down to, and especially with my mom just dying, but I've always felt this way. I can't even throw her in this bucket. It's just because, you know, um, after she died, you know, there's just a lot of things. Everyone had to move from her house and stuff. And so there are just things that now they're just being donated, given away. And I live a very simple, small life. My apartment's very tiny. I have a tiny dog. I mean, it's just a simple life. And when I was watching all her things being taken from her house, I'm like, you know, again, there's no U-Haul behind a hearse. So it's like those things made her happy. But it was just a reminder to me that I'm so grateful I live simply. And so what's important to you in life? To me, it's love and friendship and support and kindness and flowers and sun and my sun, sun in the sky, my dog. I mean, just so simple kind of things that bring me joy. Laughing brings me joy. Uh, You know, so it's just to me, it's people. 
That's what I want to collect in my life, not tchotchkes. Now, again, everybody's different. You may have a whole Hummel collection that you need a storage space for. And I think that's great because that makes you happy. But, I mean, I think it's really important because this isn't a dress rehearsal that we do figure out what brings us joy and then go after that. And sometimes going after that just means letting go of stuff, right? So, and we talk about this a lot in the group calls. I have people in the group calls in the kidney stone prevention course that people are like, I'm moving, I'm downsizing, I am getting rid of my storage thing. So once you start talking about these things, because again, nobody here is aging backwards, and you start thinking about what really matters in your life, well, you can make some great decisions. I mean, you know, I don't know what you think about it, Jeff. I mean, you're like me. You live very simply as well, right? Mm -hmm. So tell, tell us your thoughts, the male point of view, the person point, the other point, you, you, not just me saying it. Okay. I mean, it's also, it's a very different side because like no, no children or things. I know a lot of people are like, yeah. oh, I have kids, kids need this, kids need that. And like you do have Nate and like, so you have a, a very different, simple life than I have, Amara, yeah. and I have. So I do think that's also important to note because everyone, again, has their own version of whatever it is, whether it's simple or not in their mind. And that's what's most important. Like, I mean, obviously, I wear basically the same thing every day. I just I just like simplicity in mm -hmm. general. But yeah. we're also doing a lot. Like, we're doing a lot with Kidney Stone Diet. I have other projects that I'm always working on. It's And that's what, what of course, people... I don't want to diminish of my, course, yes. the importance of people. But the thing in my like sort of personal like heads down, this is what I love to do. I love building businesses and growing the things that I create into something special and making a difference through there. So it's like I need to have room for that. There's, there's things that move out of the way. So I have room to do that, room to connect with people, room to, to travel, make new friends, and just just tally up the experiences because, like you said, this isn't a dress rehearsal. This this is our journey. So we need to make the most of it that we can while we're here. Yes, absolutely. It's very important to me. I want to be like on, you know, when I'm taking my last breath. I mean, the things I'm going to be thinking about are not a, you know, a pair of pearls. It's going to be about the people in my life. Was uh, Did I love them well enough? Did they, you know, did, uh, did I make a difference? doesn't have to be in the world, but did I make a difference to the people that know me? That's really important. And I, you know, I really don't know much else than that. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's what it comes down to for me. And again, whatever makes you guys happy, I think our responsibility in life is trying to figure out our joy and where we can get bits of it throughout the day. Cause mm -hmm. life is hard if you're not looking for that and practicing, you know, finding joyful moments it's very important i find it very important you know yeah i feel like that's the like to me the purpose of life is figuring out where mm -hmm. you want to be so it's it's not getting there but it's the purpose is to me to figure that out and try to pursue it every day is just a practice yeah and again in these group calls that we do a lot of the people are my age and up and these these are things nobody has ever thought about you know, we go through our life because we're raising kids or we're building businesses or we were doing all the things. We're married. We're not married. Whatever. We're partnered up. We're not partnered up. Whatever the case is. But we're so busy with other people and other things that we lose ourselves. And people are like at 70, like, I don't know what I want. 
And so we do a lot of that kind of work, like how do you want to live? Who do you want to be? How do you want to spend your day? Just simple questions that really can open your mind up. And when you are more joyful, you because people could say, what the hell? Just talk about kidney stones. But there's always a reason for this, folks. The reason is this. When you're happier, more joyful, more content, even, even a better word, content, you're able to make more thoughtful food choices, more nutritious food choices for yourself, food choices that are going to nourish and energize your body instead of feeling like shit every day and, you know, loading up on junk to get that temporary relief, then feeling bad about that and eating more junk and there the vicious cycle goes. So all of this has to do with lifestyle choices. If you're miserable, you tend to eat, nobody's eating kale salads when they're miserable. That's just not how it goes in my experience. Also, a lot of those same people are not working out, walking, doing things that make them feel better. Because if they were feeling better, from feeling better comes motivation, not the other way around. So that's why we talk about all this stuff. I know some people in the comments are like, they don't start talking about what I want to hear till 22 minutes in. But it's our show and we're going to do it the way we want. And part of eating a healthy lifestyle, moving your body, it all starts with up here, folks. It starts with your mind. It's not going to be read in a book. It's not by going to my website. It's about figuring out how to get some joy and contentment in your life, some calmness in your life, so you can make the time to treat yourself better. That's what this is about. All right, I'm off yeah. my soapbox. No, but I mean, also, right? I just wanted to sort of like touch on it's. It's also like how we, how we define our own identity. Yes. Because am I sick and miserable, yes. or am I seeking joy and like I am? I am someone who this, or I am that. Which, like, sort of, I feel like there's an we have sort of an action identity, or we have a I am this as an identity, and they're they're different things, and choosing accordingly can make a huge difference because if we identify as being someone who's unwell someone like i'm a kidney stone former i'm just i'm in pain all the time this is this is my focus versus maybe we can reframe that and just maybe we can focus more on the things that bring us joy make us feel good and then at, in turn like you said makes us healthier as a result not Listen just from thinking the, yeah. but the actions from it yeah listen to this story I don't know what we were going to talk about, but we probably won't get to it. But <laughs> yeah. listen to this story. So I've been very ill the last six weeks. Think a lot of days in bed, not well. I've been going through a lot. My mother was very sick. She died. So I've been going through a lot of things. And so I'll throw myself under the bus. Not that I feel that way, but I want to use myself as an example. I scream about all these things because... I'm human just like anybody else. We're all just trying to human throughout our days, okay? And so I know I'm an average Joe or Jill. So if I'm doing this, other people are too. And so I hear patients all day long telling me this. Now, here's what I'm going to say. So I've been very ill up and down for the last six weeks due to stress. And this is why I always try to minimize it. Now, the other day... And I've been upset about it. I'm like, oh my God, this cancer crap. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll go back. Maybe I'll get my, 
I'd get a colostomy. I can't do this anymore. I'm weak. I'm tired. I'm all the things. And I kept saying that. Oh my God, I was getting more and more anxious. Two days ago, I'm walking fit. You know, I'm going to make something. I'm going to laugh about this too, because here's what I did. Now, if you're listening on Spotify, Audible, Apple, wherever the hell, you're not going to be able to see me. But picture Jill as a 200-year-old woman going down the porch. So, Jeff, I was like this. I was like this. So I'm holding Finn, and I'm like, and I'm holding the railing. And he looked up at me, and he said, what the hell are you doing? I said, well, I'm sick. He's like, you've been saying that a lot. Stand up. So I did. He said, you what you keep saying it. I hear you, Jill. So stop saying that because now you look like you're 500 years old. And so I said, you know what, honey? You're right. I am looking like I'm 500 years old. Who we tell ourselves we are, we become. Plain and simple. So for six weeks, I have been saying, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. And I was, but still. Did I try to, uh, 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 somebody would say, come on over. No, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. I just got to work and then I'm going to bed and I need to de-stress. We get in our own heads. And so six weeks later, my dog is telling me, what the hell? Is it time to call the home? I mean, I don't even know what to do with you. And so he woke me up, which of course we all know was me talking to myself. But I became a really sick person. Now, I'm not going to be glib and dismissive. I have been ill. Have I been as ill as I've been making myself out to? I mean, I, I, got, I did. I got a little dramatic. <laughs> I was making myself laugh. So when Finn said that, and I looked at how I was standing and holding the railing like I was going to fall off, I mean, I'm like, you're right. So I stood up. I, I shoulders back and we went for our walk. Does it mean I felt 100%? No. Does it mean that I felt like I was 500 years old? No. So sometimes we need to flip the script. We become the character we keep writing in our book. We become the character. If you say you're somebody who can't go out to eat, can't go out to eat because you worry about kidney stones, you're going to make yourself miserable and your partner miserable because now they can't go out to eat. Okay? So at some point, the problem is illness really is scary. And so when you've been ill and why I'm so dedicated to this for kidney stone formers, because I know what it's like to be ill, you become the sick person. And so I have, I am still not my best, but I am a heck of a lot better than who I was making myself out to be. What are we talking about? <laughs> I, don't even I think know. I think this is exactly what we are talking about today. But yeah, that is it's just so important because that it, like talking about mindset can be so overdone because it's sort oh of an God. easy thing to be like, oh, just change your mind, change your life. But there is at its core, there is something there. It's not the end all be all, but we are going to impact how we feel and how we move through the world based on how we look at ourselves and how we think about ourselves. Yeah. It's really important. I love the, the thought of little Finn, <laughs> like on the lease, just looking up and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, really, mama? What are you doing? I mean, come on. You're a very spry person. What are you doing? Who have you become? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, you, uh, like I said, obviously it was me noticing myself 
you know, and I'm like, because I am a pretty reflective person, obviously, but, but because I am a reflective person, even I can just get caught up in anxiety and illness. And, you know, it just, you know, it's so interesting because I have a lot of experiences like this over the last several years. And that's why I can relate to my kidney stone patients so well. And I'm always telling them in the group calls, rise up, rise up get a bigger perspective. I say that to them all the time because I need to hear it too. It's always a great reminder. We all need that. And so Finn, myself talking to myself, was my rise up moment. It's like, yes, you don't feel well, but you're also not helping the situation. You're just not in, in the way you're thinking. I was doing all the physical things I needed to do, believe me. But in, in my emotional, in my head, I wasn't. I, I had fallen prey to I'm the sick girl with cancer side effects and you know this is always going to be my life and I'm depressed and I'm anxious and I became that person and she pops in a lot you know it's not like she's far ever far away because I do have a lot of illness but and so that's why with kidney stone patients I'm a good role model for them in that I'm very honest but uh, about my anxiety and how I suffer with it too but also, we have to laugh about it and we have to get it out of our own heads because your life becomes very small. And, uh, and if you're living with other people, you're going to make their life small too. And so we've got to do whatever we can emotionally to get ourselves out of that. And again, I have a therapist. She helps me with it. I have coping skills that she gives me so that for people who have chronic illness, I, I really, if you can afford it, uh, that's, that, that is a great, great service to get a therapist. Um, and then, you know, yoga, exercise, all the things, but see why I got so bad is for the last six, for the last two weeks, sorry, I have not been able to exercise. I haven't got my steps. I haven't been able to get to the gym. It's been that bad, but, but now that I'm emotionally calling myself out or Finn, I have to thank for, I can now, now I'm starting to feel better. At least I'm lighter. I can think of uh, more rational solutions to the issues I'm dealing with. I can get support instead of isolating. So all of those things. So uh, it's been, it's being sick, being sick is, is there's always something to learn about it, about yourself, about other people. Um, and there's a lot there and it should never be taken lightly. Make sure you're with good healthcare providers that don't take you for granted and what you're saying for granted and all of that. It's a very emotional thing being sick. It just is. Um, and so that's why I like to call myself out because, uh, you know, I know people are like, oh, Jill, if I could only be like you, let me tell you, my dog had to slap me across the face before I realized that I looked like I was 117 years old. So we all fall uh, to being human people. There's nothing wrong with that. That's how we learn. That's how we grow in life. And it doesn't mean I'm not going to go back to the old woman again, because I will. I will. It's not that first time that's happened, but I maybe uh, Finn will tell me a little bit quicker and I'll notice or he'll notice sooner and it won't be six weeks. Right. So mm -hmm. that's, that's all that. a practice. Yeah. It takes practice. All these things do. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I think that I think that's a good spot to uh, pass on the voicemail for this week. However, we will pull up a new one next time. And the phone number is 773-789-8763. And then we'd love to feature your voice on an episode. Or if you record a voice memo and email that to podcast 
at kidneystonediet.com just for all of our international listeners and viewers. But yeah, you can find everything at kidneystonediet.com. You can find the Facebook prevention, the Kidney Stone Prevention Group on Facebook, which is a wealth of information and a wonderful community of people who are very supportive and going through exactly what you're going through. But we also have the group calls with Jill where you get to work uh, directly with Jill in a group setting, the private calls, one-on-one setting, and various other things available at kidneystonediet.com. But we hope you're getting a lot of value out of this channel. If you are, just hit that little uh, subscribe button, maybe the thumbs up. It all helps us reach more people with this information. So we appreciate each and every one of you who have already done that and those of you who are doing it now. But I think with that, we will wrap and we will see you next week. Thanks, Finn. Thanks for having my back. Everybody have a good week.